Hi everybody and welcome to the 2023 Gradcracker webinars and today we are featuring Sky. Sky is a household name to many of us um, but what can you, our STEM students, be involved in uh, when you apply to their opportunities? So it's worth saying that they've currently got lots of opportunities live on Gradcracker and um, so both placements and graduate opportunities and um, Rochelle will introduce us to all of those a little bit later on and um, they've got different closing dates so make sure you watch this webinar taking all the information from the grads um, and get your applications in because some of the deadlines are in January. Um, so let's find out more, more what you can be involved in, more about your future plans at Sky and Let's let's meet everybody. And um, so, Rochelle, I'm going to start with you. So, you are the early careers team lead. So, thank you for joining us today. And um, can you give us a bit of an insight into all things early careers? So, let's start with you. Tell everybody about you and your role at Sky. Yes, of course. So nice to meet everyone. Hello, my name is Rochelle and I am one of the recruitment business partners within the early careers team here at Sky. So in terms of my role, I look after the recruitment for our software and technology graduate and internship opportunities. Yeah. I've been at Sky for now three years yeah. and I must say it time has flown by. <laughs> it has definitely been a brilliant journey for me. Fantastic. And I know this webinar, so for STEM students watching, it is quite tech focused, like technology, software, DevOps, um, but they do have other opportunities open as well. So there's lots and lots of different types of opportunities that you can apply for. Um, but if you just listen to the graduate journey states, it is very tech focused. And obviously, Michelle is very tech focused as well. Um, but it's worth having a look at the hub um, at all of the different opportunities. Um, so, Michelle, I mentioned at the beginning um, that Sky is an, a household name, you know, everybody's heard of you, but can you give us more of an overview? So what else happens at Sky? Yeah, sure. So for me, what I would say is Sky is a well-known giant in the entertainment yes. industry. Mm -hmm. So we're pretty much a household brand that's recognised mm -hmm. by millions of people across the UK and Europe. Yeah. So I like to say that we, we tend to pride ourselves on being Europe's leading entertainment company. Yeah. And with that, we have over 32,000 employees across six different countries. Yeah. And we also have more than 24 million customers so as you can imagine we're not a small company at yeah. all <laughs> uh, we're pretty big and we are forever expanding and growing yeah we also like to describe ourselves as innovators who deliver a wide range of products and services to our customers from sky tv which most people know of to mm -hmm. sky mobile and sky broadband Overall, I like to just think of us as a business that's proud and we are also a business that definitely sees the bigger picture. Perfect. Oh, it sounds exciting already, Rochelle. Um, <laughs> now let's meet the, the grads. <clears throat> so if we can, we're just going to do a quick spin around the room um, just to get to know, you know, put faces to names and see where they all went to university and what they studied. Um, so Grace, you're top of my list. So can we start with you, please? Where did you go to university and what did you study? Yeah, thank you, Violet. So yeah, I'm Grace. I studied at the Open University, so I studied part-time while I worked and yeah. my degree is in combined STEM. Uh, so it's a Bachelor of Science where you get to pick lots of different STEM modules as they suit your interests. So I did mostly computing and mathematics and software modules. Very interesting. So mm. you, you can choose any different module from any STEM discipline that you want. Much, yeah. As you get to the kind of higher levels, obviously there's prerequisites you had to take in first year, but yeah. So it was great. I got to pick Ooh. all the interesting modules. <laughs> exciting, exciting. Thank you very much, Grace. Um, Matty, on to you. So where did you go to university and what did you study? Thanks, Carla. Uh, I studied computer science with artificial intelligence at Loughborough University. Uh, so yeah. I just graduated this summer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's pretty self-explanatory computer science. A couple of yeah. AI modules in there, but sort of all over the place with, with the modules. So got a bit of, bit of everything on my belt, but... Yeah. Uh, so from, from the AI point of view, Matty, do you get to use that part of your degree at Sky? Uh, it's difficult to say. I think the primary thing about it being an AI course was the final year project. Uh, yeah. That was very specific to a specific API. Uh, didn't use something as exact as this yet at work, but there is a chance to do so. And I'll talk about that later. Ooh, watch this space. 
<laughs> Thank you, Matty. Um, sorry, Matty, how long have you been at Sky? Uh, I've just started in 1st of August, I think, was the boot camp. And then after the boot camp, uh, in around no. September, I've actually started uh, working in Sky. Brilliant. I've heard good things about this boot camp, so I'm going to delve a little bit more about that later on. And Grace, is that the same for you? You nodded. And Brian, how long have you been at Sky, Brian? So I started at the same time as Matty. As Matty. Ah, part of, we're part of the same team, essentially. So that's why we oh, <laughs> I can tell you to have got a bond because you just think you're naughty. Um, okay, Brian, I'm, I'm not leaving you out. I'm coming to you next. Brian, tell me more about your university and um, what you studied, please. Yep. So I did a bachelor's in computing and information technology, which yeah. is essentially three quarters computer science and a yeah. quarter business management at the University of Surrey. Yeah. Business management then, has that come in so far to your time at Sky? Yep, definitely. Um, I think Good. as an engineer, you do also have to take into consideration um, both well, the business like objectives and goals. Yeah, and it's yeah. really easy to, well, it's, it's been easier for me to understand where they're coming from when yeah. someone mm. higher up might tell me, oh, we need to achieve X, Y, Z goal. And I'm like, oh, mm. that makes sense for the business. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good, isn't it, to bring in the business element in to your your role because then you've got, you know, you've got your technical side of things that you need to think about and then the business as a whole, which is obviously needs to keep running and projects need to keep coming through. Um, so thank you very much, Brian. And Amber, last but not least, where did you go to university? What did you study and how long have you been at Sky? Yeah, so hello, I'm Amber. Um, I studied biochemistry at the University of Manchester and I've been at Sky um, since the beginning of July. Okay, so why are you July start then? How come you've been there a little bit longer? I'm on a slightly different scheme to the others. I'm on a software engineering uh, grad scheme. So it started different times. Started a little bit earlier, no problem at all. We'll we'll find out more from Amber a little bit later on. Um, But now what I'd like to do just to get us into the webinar is just find out about your top facts. Um, And I know they're really exciting because I've already heard them. Um, So Grace, um, tell me more. Tell me about your top fact. Yeah, one of the things I was surprised to learn working at Sky is it's actually huge across Europe. We have offices in six different countries and you've got an opportunity to work with people from Portugal, Italy, Switzerland, Austria, Belgium and Mm -hmm, Ireland and the UK as well. It's really international, intercontinental across. And there's India opening up as well. So do you actually get to meet with other teams in the in the other countries? Mm-hmm. So my team is actually, we are spread across. We've got folk dialing in and from Germany, Leeds, Ireland, Italy, and Portugal yeah. are joining us uh, from next month. I love the way you added Leeds there. Germany, <laughs> Portugal, Leeds. <laughs> Yorkshire girl, that makes me very happy, Grace. So thank you very much for putting in a Yorkshire name. Um, so thank you, Grace. Matty, your key facts, please. Uh, yeah, so I was actually surprised to learn that uh, there is such a huge environmental initiative across Sky, and mm-hmm. we actually did save like, over 1 billion trees in the Amazon, so uh, that's quite a big number that I thought mm-hmm. was really surprising. And you can definitely see environment uh, mentioned a lot across the company, yeah. and even across the way we do things, so sometimes there is uh, incentives to, to shut down your machines uh, like overnights to save more environment, and I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, love it. People are also always into the environment, sustainability. So a really good thing to mention there, Matty. And Brian, you're, you're staying with a similar thread, aren't you, about sustainability and the environment? Yep, just on the same line. Um, it came across when I was researching Sky. Um, I learned that well, Sky, Sky became the world's first carbon neutral media company in 2006. Yeah. And then we're aiming to be net zero carbon by 2030. And yeah. as Matty mentioned, it does show and how we work mm-hmm. as a company and mm-hmm. how Overall, even just um, the campus is designed around that. So our yeah. campus is um, carbon neutral currently. Yeah. And we even have a big uh, windmill just standing in the middle of our campus, just there mm-hmm. spinning for electricity. I've always wanted to live in a windmill or a lighthouse, like a round house, but apparently it's <laughs> a nightmare to fit. Don't know I'm bringing that into this webinar. Thank you very much, Brian. Um, and Amber, tell me more. Yeah, so just to add on um, what Brian and Matty said, um, Skyglass was the first, the world's first carbon neutral TV to be launched. Um, And you can really tell in the way that we work at Sky, we're really keen and encouraged looking after our environment. And just to add, like on all of our campuses, they're all completely plastic free. So we don't have products on campus 
which like like we don't have plastic cups plastic yeah. cutlery etc fantastic a couple of you have mentioned the word campus as well so we are going to delve a little bit more into that later on in the webinar I think mm. the campus vibe and the campus feel is something that Sky is really quite proud of um in getting across so we'll definitely cover that because I think it it makes a transition from you know the university side of things to the to the, to the work side of things a little bit easier having these campus environments um <clears throat> so before we go and meet um the grads in more detail find out more about their journeys their projects and things like that Rochelle I'm going to loop back to you and um, could you tell everybody who's watching a little bit more about the opportunities which are on offer at Sky yes sure so currently we have a vast range of different graduate programs as well as internship programs and we even more offer apprenticeship programs too yeah. so I will start off with software since that's my area yeah you would <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of software, we do offer a software engineering graduate program. Yeah. And with this program, it is seven months in duration. Mm -hmm. And it starts off with a five-week boot camp, followed by a four-month educational project. And then the remaining two months will be spent working within a software delivery team. Yeah. And that makes up the seven months on the program so once you have completed your program you would then roll into the business in your permanent role yeah. and then we also offer a devops engineering or site reliability engineer um, graduate program which yeah. also follows the same pattern as the software engineering program seven months in duration um, starting off with a five-week boot camp and as well as your educational project and working within a delivery team yeah and then alongside this we also offer two-year graduate programs which cover cybersecurity and technology mm -hmm. now with these specific programs they are rotational and what this means is that they it consists of working in completing four six-month rotations across the business and this will really give you a chance to get a real feel of working in different roles so you could be working as a scrum master you could be working as a project manager technical analyst uh, a developer product owner the list goes on so there are so many opportunities available for you and then just touching outside of software we do also offer a program within finance so it yeah. is a three-year uh, finance program on which you will actually be able to complete your SEMA qualification as well and then we also have roles within data and analytics and business roles as well covering change delivery and business strategy perfect I didn't know if you were taking a breath there or finishing Michelle that's why I didn't want to drive straight in and um, so um, tell us a little bit more about this boot camp then. So a lot of you have, you know, uh, it's been mentioned a couple of times before as part of the webinar. You mentioned it's five weeks. So what is this boot camp? Is it, you know, uh, lots of training and development? Is it based on site? Where, where, where can it be based and what does it include? So in terms of the boot camp, it is primarily all about training. So yes. what we like to do is for our software and tech programs specifically, <laughs> if you join one of those programs, you will start your course by completing that five week boot camp. Yeah. Now, at the moment, since COVID hit a couple of years ago, we are running the bootcamp virtually okay. but there will also be an opportunity for you to kind of come into the office and work within teams as well so it will be a mixture of both in person but mostly virtual mm -hmm. so we want to make sure that everyone is able to come in start off on an equal playing field where you'll be able to learn lots of new skills and just develop the core trainings that will allow you to join the business and be able to pretty much um, kick off really sure I bet it's really nice to get everybody together as well you know everybody who's new kind of in, in the virtually or physically in the same room at the same time and so you can start building friendships and things like that um, and last question to Rochelle um locations so what locations um obviously Leeds why would you not want to work there and um, what are the other locations and um, that the grads and students can be based 
So we have a number of different locations. So if we start off with our London uh, locations, yeah. we have Osterley, which is located in West London. So that's pretty much our, our main headquarters, I like mm -hmm. to, to say. And then we also have offices close by in Brentwood and in Brick Lane. Yeah. And then, as you rightly mentioned, we do have offices in Leeds, and then we also have offices in Livingston. So that is yeah. Scotland. So we're stretched all across the country. And then yeah. as we are based in six other countries across yeah. Europe, we have offices elsewhere as well. So as part of the graduate programme, I lied to you about last question, definitely last question now. So as part of the um, graduate programme or when, when the, the grads have come off the graduate programme, is there opportunity for international travel? Yes, there is. So Brilliant. at the moment, even whilst you are on programme, what you will find is that you will tend to work with a lot of the um, offices abroad, yeah. And within software, we're hoping this year with our new grads who come in, you will actually have the opportunity to also travel abroad as well. So that will be something new to try out there. So it's Ooh. something that's going to be available. That'll be very exciting. Next year's webinar, then we're going to have to have some of those grads who've done all this international <laughs> travel as well. Um, but thank you very much, Michelle. And thank you very much, everybody else, for introducing yourselves. Um, so a bit of a tweak to this this webinar this week. I know you're all familiar with the format and how we run these webinars, but Amber has to actually leave the webinar at 2.30. So what we're going to do is we're going to cram Amber and her journey into 10 minutes. <laughs> and before we're going to, before we move on and speak to Matty and Grace and Brian in more detail. So mm -hmm. Matty, Grace and Brian, watch this space. You're going to have to hang tight. Sophie and Amber, I'm going to hand over to you. Thank you so much, Carla. Um, yeah, so like Carla said, we're going to kick things off by talking to Amber <laughs> about um, her journey so far. So starting off, Amber, what is your current role at Sky? And can you tell us a little bit more about what you do, the team you work in and things like that? Yeah, of course. So um, currently I'm an associate software engineer. Um, and what that means is I'm working within a team which is heavily involved in the user experience and user interface for customers using our televisions um, okay. and using our Sky products. So um, what you basically see on the TV is what my team will be involved in, creating a great like customer experience and making it more easily available to use and personalized to um, customers. So mm -hmm. the projects which I'm working on are heavily involved in um, implementing like new, really exciting features, some of which I can't actually talk about because they're not released yet. Top, um, top secret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's one of the great things at Sky is even as a graduate, like you're still heavily involved in such like interesting and exciting new projects which are taking place. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'd say that that would be my main role, working on the customer experience for Sky users. Right. And how long have you been been in that particular team, Amber? Because I know you joined in July 2022. So how long have you been on this particular project? Yeah. So um, like Rochelle mentioned, at first I was on the boot camp and then my educational mm -hmm. project. And now I've been on this project within this team for um, just over two months. Just over two months. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so you're still technically on the graduate scheme right now, but I'm guessing you're coming towards the end of that seven month yeah, period. Yeah, so I've pretty much, yeah, I've pretty much rolled off the um, graduate scheme now mm -hmm. and I'm being fully implemented in my new team, working on like really fun, exciting new projects. Fab. Okay, I'm going to take a step back a little bit and just kind of come back to the projects. I know there's some top secret stuff that you can't tell me about, <laughs> but... You know, when you're talking about user experience and looking at, you know, improving the user experience for Sky customers, what sort of things will you be doing to kind of improve that process? How do you kind of think, oh, there's an issue here, we need to improve that? What sort of testing and things do you do to, to come yeah. to those sort of conclusions? That's a really good question. So we actually work really closely um, with certain customer groups mm -hmm. and and we, we're speaking to them often, finding out like what they enjoy looking at um in terms of like what they want to see on the tv mm -hmm. what things which don't necessarily work we're also a huge um like we want to be at the forefront of our competitors so yeah. we're looking also at what they're doing and how we can provide that but even better um I also think the pandemic had a massive impact on the way we watch tv the way we interact mm -hmm. um 
with other people. So it's creating ex- an experience at home where you still feel like you are with other people when in the pandemic we weren't. Um, mm-hmm. So that's massively influencing like how we're providing the best customer experience. Mm-hmm. So you get, have you had the chance to deal directly with the customers then to get their feedback on yes. the user at UX? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it is, um, so obviously as a software engineer, we work mm-hmm. closely with the business um, side of the team, like business side of the company and those teams working in the business, as well as that we call them like the product team. Mm-hmm. So it's the product team are the middlemen between the customers and us software engineers. So okay. one thing which I've noticed about my team is we're very much involved in the product and as well working with the customer. Like although I work as a software engineer, you do have like a massive input in um, speaking to the to those customers as well as like yeah. the product and the business side. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really interesting point, Amber, because I think often when you look at, you know, a software engineering scheme, you'd think, okay, I'm going to sit there coding all day. That's all I'm going to do. When actually what you've just said is you've had um, exposure to so many different groups of, you know, working with customers, but also working with with different teams within the business Mm -hmm. and learning that business side of things and having the soft skills. Um, So I think that's a really good point to raise about just because you're on a technical scheme, there's so much sort of business um, knowledge that you're gaining as alongside the technical skills mm. as well. And, um, and that's been, yeah, really, really useful and important. I bet, but, yeah. Um, I'm going to take another step back here because I do remember when you said that, you know, where you went to university, you studied biochemistry. Yeah. Um, and now you're a software engineer. Yes. So tell me about how you decided to go from biochemistry to software engineering. Um, so Sky offer a really fantastic course specifically aimed at getting more women into technology Um, Mm -hmm. and it's a 15 week course so I did that in my spare time because I feel like when I left university I was quite unsure as opposed to what I wanted to do um, Mm -hmm. career wise and so I enrolled on that course and I found something which I really enjoyed I love the problem solving aspect of software engineering I love how fast paced it is um, and Sky gave me that exposure to something which I'd never done before. So mm-hmm. I did that 15 week course. And then after the course, I was um, given the opportunity to apply for the software engineering grad scheme, which I then did. And mm-hmm. luckily, I got the offer, which is why I'm here today. But Fantastic. That, that's one of the great things at Sky is they're not they're not like you don't have to come from a specific background in order to yeah. work here. Like I, I don't have a software engineering degree. I didn't do any computer science before doing that course. Um, and they really, really encourage that. So that's something I want to really like reiterate to the audience that if you haven't come from a computer science background and you're interested in any of the roles at Sky, like don't let that hold you back because mm-hmm. Sky are very encouraging from like anyone from any background to come and join the company. Fantastic. That is exactly what I hope I hoped you were going to say. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, it is an interesting mix going from that different background coming into software engineering. But again, it's something that, you know, is 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 great to hear that for Sky, you know, they want that different type of background to come in, teach you all the skills. And then, you know, you can kind of go off and be really successful in, in software engineering. So fantastic. It's an interesting journey. That's kind of why I, why I wanted to delve a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> um, so now that you've kind of finished the the graduate program and and you're working in the particular team how did that transition work from going okay I've done my seven months on the program and now I'm going to be working in this particular area was that somewhere where you were placed or was that conversations with managers or mentors how did that progression work yes so um we had opportunity to go and shadow different teams speak to different managers find out a bit more about the company and the different areas which we could possibly work in Mm -hmm. um and then in terms of the transition there's a huge amount of support in terms of like mentorships like I did a lot of paired work at the beginning because obviously I don't have any previous software engineering experience. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of support in terms of like getting me up to speed in terms of understanding the code base um, and what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And one of the things which I noticed when joining Sky is although you might feel like, oh, I'm a grad, like I I don't know whether I should be talking to these people who are so high up. Everyone is so friendly Mm -hmm. and willing to help you and talk about your career or things that you find interesting and they're willing to find a space for you which is right so mm-hmm. they're very keen to like mold the work which you want to do like around 
your skills and mm-hmm. what your aspirations are I guess brilliant so it's very much a two-way conversation yeah, it's not definitely. this is what you're doing it's no. you, know, you have a lot of input as well yeah you don't just get put somewhere you yeah. you know you discuss your options and you have your choices um mm-hmm. and then they try and work around those choices and put you in the best possible place for you great stuff so kind of looking to the future then and you know how that might work from now onwards obviously you've just kind of come off that graduate program and you're in the particular team now but what does the future look like where would you like to go moving forward from now um so I guess for me it's quite specific in terms of I want to build more of my software engineering skills um Mm. and develop my career further as a software engineer working on really new and exciting features and I think one thing which definitely like motivates me is the fact that I'll be in the future and working on new features which are going to be used and seen by millions of customers mm-hmm. so that yeah that is I'd say the key thing which I'm looking forward to in the future. Great stuff and in terms of the training then I know kind of we've been touching upon the fact that you haven't got that background how does the training work to get you kind of up to the level that you need to be to be a successful software engineer how does how does that work in terms of technical training or or whatever else you need how how is that supported um so we have in the boot camp was a huge support in terms of getting me up to speed with what the other grads are doing um mm-hmm. and like their background as well as we had projects to work on um so the main thing with the boot camp is that it's like a 9 to 5 sort of teaching experience mm-hmm. um and you're working on projects you're doing you're solving different like challenges and problems and then even now like the learning doesn't stop I don't think it ever really stops like no. you're still yeah. learning off senior software engineers mm-hmm. and everyone's like very supportive in terms of like finding the right time for you to learn so they'll yeah. have afternoons where you can go and learn work on personal projects we have hackathons so there's a mm-hmm. huge amount done in terms of like getting you the learning which you need to progress fantastic so it's kind of a mixture between you know you going out and kind of speaking to the right people there's formal training there's informal training there's there's all these things that come together to kind of help you progress yeah it's not just like you know sat at a desk and yeah try and learn there's paired programming there's teamwork there's Mm -hmm. the hackathon days there's time to work on personal projects like there's lots of different ways they try and implement the learning Fantastic. Thank you, Amber. Now I'm going to just, I know we've only got a couple of minutes before you need to disappear. So just finally, have you got any hints and tips that you could give to anyone who's currently looking to apply to Sky? Yeah, I think um, the main thing is if you're interested in working for Sky and you're worried that you don't have necessarily the right um, qualifications behind you don't let that put you off at all like I'm sat here with a biochemistry degree which is so unrelated to what I'm doing now um, and also see that as a positive because you bring certain skills from your degree um, which other people won't have and you mm-hmm. can then utilize those in this work setting so I'd mm-hmm. say that would be my main tip like don't let anything put you off and if you are really interested in working for Sky I'd say have a look at the early careers website there's so much information on there which Mm -hmm. really helped me find what I wanted um to work what like why specifically I wanted to work for Sky and why I knew that they were a company well suited for me because at the end of the day it's a two-way thing you need to be suited to Sky but Sky also need to be suited to you definitely I think that's a good point Amber and I think a lot of students and graduates may not kind of think about that you know it's a two-way conversation this you know are you going to be right it's you know it's, it's for both of you so thank you very much for everything you've told us today and I will let you sneak off when you need to sneak off but thank you so much for joining us <laughs> thank you um, thank you, Amber. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to come now and meet the rest of our graduates I'm glad that you are back Matty because you disappeared for a second <laughs> then and now we've lost yeah Amber's gone great I thought it's okay we're all right <laughs> I, panicked then. I thought somebody else had gone so yeah so I'm going to come around now and just kind of ask you all similar questions to what I've just been discussing with Amber to find out a little bit more about your journeys um so Grace starting with you what is your current role at Sky and can you tell us a little bit more about what you do in the team you work in Mm -hmm. so I'm on the technology grad scheme which is the two-year course and there's four rotational placements you do so I'm just finishing up my first placement Mm -hmm. and my first placement has been in group observability so I'm a monitoring engineer um what that means yeah that's what it means <laughs> like, oh 
<laughs> you saw that puzzled look then, did you, Grace? <laughs> um, Sky is just an enormous company and the amount of services that they offer. I mean, you think about everyone knows the TV and the broadband, but we've also got all the kind of Sky News offerings, Sky yeah. Sports, yeah. Sky Bet, um, yeah. and all the other apps and things that we provide. So there's an enormous amount of data and there's an mm. enormous amount of systems running to support all of these. Yeah. So my job is what we do is we kind of take all the data that the other teams are monitoring in Sky mm-hmm. and we put that into kind of one clear single pane of glass view so that when something goes down at Sky, we aid with the incident management. You don't have to go and click at all these individual teams. It's kind of consolidating the data in one readable area. Yeah. Wow. That must be a, a lot of data. <laughs> Unreal <laughs> amount of data. Um, you know, what's one of the things that really struck me when I joined Sky and I kind of realised the actual scale of the amount of things mm, Sky offers yeah. it's, unbelievable and then you yeah, as well don't you? Arts and all that yeah. as well like the yeah tv channels and movies and yeah mental so <laughs> did you do um, a lot of data analysis i know obviously you said that it, with the open uni course that you did it was you selected what modules did you do a lot of data analysis as part of that a little um not millions so mm-hmm. I had done like small sections of classes, but I hadn't done a dedicated class to it before, but I was very interested in it. So with our rotations, you're allowed to pick your own and you can Great. go and talk to managers and find out where you want to go. So I've already set my next one up, but okay. I saw this one and I saw the amount of data and I thought, that sounds brilliant. <laughs> I <wanna> get <laughs> Amazing. <there. laughs> no, that's, that's, that's fantastic. And, and like you said, you, you do forget that the breadth of things yeah. that Sky are involved in, you know, we, we look at Sky and we think Sky TV, but like you said, the, the breadth is, is, is phenomenal. And, you know, having the experience to work with that amount of data in your first placement mm-hmm. must yeah. set you up really well for any future placements that you're going to Yeah. Like, I mean, there's virtually no teams in Sky Technology that don't come into contact with us. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you've got a huge network. <laughs> just yeah, there. great place to start. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to come next to you, Matty, just to find out a little bit more about your current role and what you do and the team you work in. Uh, yeah, so I currently, well, as Brian said, I'm the same team as Brian doing the graduate DevOps scheme. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this year I got a little bit revamped. So it's a very unique opportunity. We are a team of uh, consisting only of grads and of apprentices. Yeah. So there's oh, interesting. Graduates. Okay. Yeah, there's 12 graduates and two apprentices only, which mm-hmm. uh, it has its opportunities, right? I think the, the stuff we do within our team, it would mostly be done by principal engineers in, in mm-hmm. many other companies or seniors at the very least. Whereas here, we get guidance uh, from other teams and other principal engineers. We kind of have that network within our department, but we actually do the things ourselves, such as, um, for example, setting up our whole cloud that, uh, architecture that was, uh, mm-hmm. well, that was all on, on us, the graduates. So uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, we also work within sort of a observability department. So we monitor uh, data. However, we uh, monitor how many people watch which show on Now TV. So more specifically yeah. in that department. Uh, okay. We make, we make mm-hmm. dashboards, uh, join the data and displaying the data, which gets passed up to the higher ups. Uh, we uh, make, make systems, monitor systems to check whether those dashboards are healthy all the time, so where they capture data 24-7. Mm-hmm. And this then, I presume, gets passed on to higher-ups to make business decisions however they're needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, I think, as I, as I mentioned, this is the first year where the scheme has kind of taken that direction. It's uh, mm-hmm. the first year, so we had to set up everything from scratch. And our manager himself, he used to be a grad four, oh, four or five years yeah. ago. Yeah. So uh, he t- kind of taken the initiative. He wanted to go more into managing. And he thought a team full of grads would be a, a good idea. And so far, I think it really it really is. Fantastic. Um, yeah, that's quite a different setup to anything I've kind of come across before. Um, I don't know whether you can kind of expand on, you know, the thinking behind, you know, why, why set up a team that's purely grads and, and why in DevOps specifically? Well, I think the idea is, uh, as, as is often explained to us, DevOps is more of a culture rather than uh, something... Mm-hmm you do it's of how you work and the idea mm-hmm. of the hops is you are in charge of developing the solutions and uh the operations behind it so deploying them and so you basically monitor the full cycle of development right you from writing the code to deploying it to maintaining it and the idea i guess was our whole department uh, contains 28 teams mm-hmm. uh, and uh, well after our seven months kind of educational projects 
uh, we can move into any of them. I think that's mm -hmm. the idea. So within the seven months, we do some networking around the office. We talk to managers of other teams, see what they do, see what interests, uh, see what interests you the most. Mm -hmm. And then you can set up a, a request to be moved to that team after, after the manager of our current team thinks you're ready. Uh, <laughs> so I think it is a really, really unique opportunity. And to add Absolutely. to that, um, half of our team is from a non-technical background. I think mm -hmm. might be wrong mm -hmm. here. Our manager did this deliberately, as he said, he wanted half the team to be from a technical and half the team to be from non-technical backgrounds for the diversity mm -hmm. of thought. Um, mm -hmm. And that is also interesting. So the boot camp to begin with, it caught everyone up. So it, it was more of a refresher for those who have done mm -hmm. uh, computer science at university, for example. And then the rest, uh, non-technical people, they got exposure to those, uh, to those uh, things we use at work. So it yeah. was more of a real good catch up for them. Brilliant. Thank you, Matty. Now, I know that Brian is in the same team as you, mm -hmm. so I don't want to steal all of his thunder because there's a few things I could ask you, but I'm going to move over to Brian now. Um, so, Brian, is is your role exactly the same as Matty's or can you give us, you know, a little bit of an overview of, of what you do? Um, well, I think it's, yeah, it's the same program and probably the same program, so the same graduate yeah. um, associate SRE slash DevOps program. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I kind of work with Matty every day on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis. <laughs> um, but I think it, there's a huge highlight on the fact that since we're working from everything from scratch, we yeah. work on different parts of of the specific projects that we can further explain later on. Great. But it's the fact that um, since we're starting from scratch, we have the opportunity to decide how we want to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And we can fail really fast. Uh, mm -hmm. Our manager <laughs> always says, fail fast, you'll learn. Because yeah. Yeah. it's um, since half of our team, as Matty mentioned, is um, half non-technical and technical, mm -hmm. obviously mm -hmm. the technical people might have some opinion on how mm -hmm. we should do some things, but, yeah. and obviously to teach those also to the non-technical people where, well, we're doing this decision simply because this would happen and it would benefit us for mm -hmm. X, Y, Z reasons. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm good. I can elaborate a bit more on what the work we kind of do. It's more of behind the scenes. So compared to Amber, um, mm -hmm. most of the work will typically be typically be seen by the public eye. Yeah. And we're kind of the backbone of Sky. Yeah. So I think as Grace mentioned, um, we do have a team similar to Grace's where we gather a lot of data for um, specifically to TV shows and any kind yeah. of episodes that's going through. Um, I think. So yeah. in terms of how the... Obviously, you, you've got control of how you do your day-to-day -day work, but how does it work in terms of the projects coming in? Where's that decided from, you know, what projects you're actually going to work on? So our manager has has propositions from the rest of the department. Mm -hmm. So when we started, we only had one project to work on, yeah. just a small, like, something to get started on. So everyone gets ready, everyone starts to understand how our projects work. Mm -hmm. And then we were proposed two different projects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And half of our team went to one project and, and the other half went to the project that Matthew and I are working on. Mm -hmm. And these are actually like key um, projects that are actually needed in the department. Yeah. And there's real life applications for this. It's not just, oh, well, once you've done with this, we'll just throw mm -hmm. it on the side. No one's going to use it. Yeah. This will be used for in the department to further enhance um, how the, the efficiency of the department. Yeah. And okay. I think both projects we can speak talk a bit later about the projects, but mm -hmm. they're a bit, they're kind of a whole different area. They work in two mm -hmm. different areas. Yeah. And we had the choice to choose between if I wanted to focus specifically on one specific area or the other or the other area. Fantastic. So again, there's a lot of input from you about what you want to do and, you know, starting off at such an early stage in your career as well. So that's brilliant. Yeah. I don't want to steal your thunder, although I'm dying to find out what these projects are. <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to come back to Grace and um, talk about your projects a little bit more and then come back to Brian and Matty to talk a little bit more about theirs. So Grace, can you tell me about some of the things, I know we've, we've touched upon what you're doing day to day right now, but can you tell me about some of the project, any other projects or in more detail about the current projects that you're working on? Yeah, well, the project that I work on mainly is 
in observability. So there's a couple of teams in my department. And when I joined, they gave me a kind of a choice of where I would like to go in those teams. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go into this new observability team because it was a team that had just been assembled mm-hmm. and the project was starting three days after I joined the department. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to get in on something that was kind of from ground zero. Um, yeah. You know, getting to build something from scratch is great. And then also Definitely. we were all learning together. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was an experience for everyone to go on the training at the same time. Yeah. What mine does is, as um, Brian mentioned, they have an observability team. Yeah. And then every team at Sky kind of does monitor their own kind of work. There's 300 monitoring um, solutions in progress at Sky oh, just now. And my team, what we do is we are building an overarching system. So we mm-hmm. take the data from all of them and mm-hmm. we're putting it into a software called Grafana. and kind of design dashboards that um, take data from all these different sources so that you can view things at the same time and you can correlate stuff and you can do instant management and you Mm -hmm. can make business decisions without having to have like 15 different dashboards open you've got one clean one that information from everywhere yeah so how have you found working with this this new project uh, this program because I'm, I'm assuming you probably didn't ha- have any experience in that beforehand Absolutely. so <laughs> is that the training that you went on um, that you mentioned at the beginning how how have you kind of been brought up to speed to utilize this properly yeah so uh, one of the great things about joining this project just as it starts is that the whole team had to go on training courses to learn how to mm-hmm. use this yeah. yeah so we all went together um mm-hmm. it was all virtual um because my team as I mentioned at the start are so spread out across yes the entirety of Europe really yeah um, so we got um different kind of experts from Grafana and from observability other consultants and stuff like that who mm-hmm. sat us down and they did various webinars mm-hmm. and then we also had a bit of time to just kind of like explore the software ourselves get a bit yeah. of experience with it because it's a brand new project there's a lot of like innovation that's going on with it mm. so not everything I do is all about delivery it's mm-hmm. also sometimes look at the machine learning explorations like what can we do with this Mm-hmm. have a look at this solution can we integrate that and you just get a bit of time to play with it and investigate and watch webinars yeah yeah, yeah. Of course, so it's great fun for me <laughs> <laughs> now it sounds really interesting being involved in something right from the beginning um yeah. and how long do you envisage this project taking if you could put this project it's going to go on for several years um mm-hmm. I thought it might have, do <laughs> we have to onboard all the teams individually so I've yeah. In the MVP launch for three teams just now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are all kind of based, there's two based in Scotland and one's based in Germany. Um, and then we're, you know, having a kind of rolling um, integration with the other teams. So I'm sure we'll yeah. get to um, Brian and Matty eventually. <laughs> 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 but unfortunately, um, I'm actually coming to the end of that rotation. So yeah. I've been there for five months and mm-hmm. we've got three teams on board in that time. Fantastic. So it's going to be something that, yeah, you've started it, but it's going to be going on for, for many, many years to come. Yeah. So what what's the plan next then, Grace? I know you said you, you're just going to the end of that. So where are you planning to go on your next rotation? So I really enjoy doing a bit of programming, a bit of software dev. Um, so mm-hmm. because I knew I wanted to do that, I reached out to one of the teams that I've met through monitoring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hello, would you like to add? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to do a Java dev role next. And okay. in uh, Livingston, we tend to work mostly on internal stuff, software for Sky rather than customer-facing software. Mm-hmm. So it's developing like wee microservices that we can mm-hmm. slot into various um, internal software solutions. Yeah, to improve like internal processes rather than it being, yeah. Yeah, and you know, software that maybe the call center use or your service yeah. engineers, that kind of thing. Brilliant. Okay, so two really interesting projects just in the yeah. first, well, it'll be the first 12 months by the time you you finish that project, won't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but also quite different. And and also, I like how you said that, you know, you were proactive about that. You had met this team as part of your current role and you thought, you know what, that looks interesting. I'm going to go and have that conversation. But it also shows just how receptive other people at Sky are to bringing new people into the team and, you know, giving you the opportunity to move around the business. So I yeah. think that's always a really, really good tip for students is you know you've got to go out and get it um you know you've got to yeah. be proactive in your career and I think you've just kind of proven that that's a really good idea and also that Sky is obviously an organization that that really wants you to do that as well so thank you so much Grace um 
Right, I'm going to come back to Brian and Matty now um, to hear about the this project that you've been working on. <laughs> um, I don't know whether you both want to kind of tell me a little bit about it or whether Matty, you want to start telling me about it and Brian can tell me a little bit more because obviously you're working on the same thing. So I don't want to steal both of your thunders. So <laughs> I, I think since we're working on kind of four projects, I'll, I'll talk about two and I'll, I'll give Brian the other two so you can Fantastic, can right, great. Um, Right, so one of our, well, first one I kind of mentioned already was the cloud architecture, how we had to set everything up from scratch. Uh, yep. And when I say in many other places, this, this, would all, this would already be in place, or a senior or a specific uh, infrastructure team would be looking at that. We mm -hmm. had to uh, do a whole lot of research uh, as to what to do even, how to do it. And we finally, after about a month, get into the process of building it. So we have <laughs> something on there. Uh, we deployed our application, and that's available under an internal address. Uh, right. So that's a good beginning, but there is a whole lot of things to do with security, which, well, before starting work in industry, it, it was just, you know, security was kind of on my second mind. I didn't really think yeah. that yeah. much about it. But as it turns out, it has to it has, it has to pass all the tests, pass all, <laughs> tests, all the protocols. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is definitely uh, an experience. Um, definitely. So there's been uh, self and another team member of ours, uh, another fellow graduate. Uh, who have been kind of doing that cloud infrastructure. Uh, and it has no set deadline, although, well, the, the better it's, uh, the, the earlier it's on, the better, obviously, since we mm -hmm. can then make progress on all the other applications we're building. Uh, so that's kind of taken my priority at the moment. And that's yeah. going to take a solid couple of weeks. And then uh, what our manager did is he wants us to have exposure on multiple cloud vendors. So whereas we're working on Google Cloud at the moment, uh, for learning purposes, other team members will have a go at Amazon Web Services, which is the second, well, the biggest cloud provider. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of, I guess, the, the big motto of, of our team. We are we're given those projects with a specific outcome, learning outcome in mind. So our manager handpicks them, and he he has a lot of propositions, but he picks handpicks especially the ones that will help us in specific areas. Mm -hmm. And he knows all of us by now, right? He knows all fourteen of us, and he knows. What we kind of like, what we're lacking, uh, yeah. so it's all very tailored towards us, and I feel that's very, that's very unique as well uh, from yeah. a perspective of a graduate scheme. It's very thoughtful. Uh, yeah. I was skeptical at first because it's his first year managing, and I thought, yeah. you know, he's trying to oversell things, but he's really not, and it's been a huge oh. success so far. So, uh, it's yeah, definitely. If, if you consider applying for DevOps at Sky, it's it's a great experience. Um, and then yeah, the second great. project. Uh, it was actually our introductory project. As Brian uh, said, we had one to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a, well, it, it's it's a web page for our entire department. Yeah. And uh, we don't have much traffic on there at the moment, uh, but we're trying to bring more stuff to it. So Brian right now um, is trying to introduce, well, our manager recorded a documentary series of interviewing people from around the department, getting to know everyone. It's very culture heavy, so... Uh, well, half of our department is focused on work and the other half, they say it's equally as important to have that culture uh, yeah. around. There's a lot of socials, there's a lot of well, activities to get involved in within the department. So one mm -hmm. of those is the initiative to have a documentary series and that'll mm -hmm. be hosted on the website. But of course, we have to facilitate uh, so that the videos can go on the website and it's consistent with our with our designs of the website. That's a key thing as well. Our department yeah. looks at just making sure everything looks professional, making sure everything looks crisp and clean. Yeah. Um, and there is, I heard many more ideas proposed for that website, even from a, a manager's manager manager. Mm -hmm. uh, he, wants, he has some grant plans where she wants to overhaul the entire website. And I have a faint feeling that we, or the next intake of grads will be uh, looking at that. So that's pretty exciting. Oh, that's fantastic. That's such a range of technologies that you just mentioned to be exposed to in the first seven months. Well, mm -hmm. not quite seven months of, of of being at Sky. You know, there's lots and lots of different things. And like you said, that your manager looks at you and says, OK, you've got you're a bit weak there. So I'm going to give you a project that's involving this technology mm -hmm. to get you get your skills better. I mean, that's a really, really individually tailored scheme, isn't it? To kind of make sure yeah, that your yeah, skills really are is. really improved. <laughs> um, it really is. Yeah. Um, so I, so that's I guess also, if, if I want to add something, like I guess DevOps is sort of focused on having a broad range of technologies yeah. so that you know mm -hmm. a little bit of everything. Uh, yeah. So having those projects, I guess, where you, you know a bit of uh, 
design and JavaScript, so the front end and the back end featuring programming languages such as Python and Go and everything in between uh, is mm -hmm. just part of, I guess, a DevOps engineer skill set. And yeah. they really try and push those onto you so that, well, you're as good at a DevOps engineer as you can be. And they're doing, again, a pretty good job at that. So It sounds like it. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, Matty. Um, Brian, uh, coming over to you to find out a little bit more about the projects that you've been involved in, please. Yep. So as Matty mentioned, um, well, we had two projects that were offered to us and Matty mm -hmm. and I work on um, Checkup. So mm -hmm. it's a system that we're developing from scratch mm -hmm. and it replaces an existing uh, system, a legacy system. And it encompasses essentially engineers that have to do weekly checks manually currently. And our whole goal, essentially, or end outcome is to replace it with an automated version of those checks mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and make it uh, more user-friendly. Yep. And this is where Matty is coming from with diversity of technologies. Yes. So at the beginning, we were given the choice of whichever technologies we wanted to use. So since we're making, essentially, a whole system, we had to take into account, I think, um, the front end, so what the users would see. The back end, so anything that goes under the hood of the website, how are we giving this data? How are we saving this data? And, and the cloud engineering, um, mm -hmm. the cloud architecture. So how are we deploying this website and making mm -hmm. it accessible to the rest of the teams? I think one of the three key things that Matty and I did in essentially for the past few months was reverse uh, research and investigation. Mm -hmm. So we network a lot with other teams and we research and work with them to see how they do their their checks and mm -hmm. how what kind of issues they're facing and if there's any concerns from them and how we could improve their systems so yeah. it makes it easier on them mm -hmm. and after that well, obviously we have to do uh, we get to the development mm -hmm. and it's where we're able to both uh, dip our toes a bit everywhere so mm -hmm. yeah. i've done front end development before a tiny bit on just as a free time but since my manager saw well you could just um go a bit more into backend because, well, you've never touched backend in the past. Yeah. So I'm now doing a bit of front end and more uh, significantly more work into the backend. Mm -hmm. And alongside that, we also have some DevOps related work with um, how we want to manage our cloud architecture. Mm -hmm. So even initially, um, I worked on designing the overall cloud architecture and mm -hmm. Matty is responsible for deploying it. So mm -hmm. even though we're on the same team we're always working on two different well, on yeah. different topics at the same time yeah and at That's the end great. of the day we can just brief together we're like, oh i've done mm -hmm. this and like, oh, okay can you explain how you've done this and like okay this works this way and yeah i think there's a really strong culture of um sharing this knowledge yeah definitely so yeah it's just um there's people that might not know about something specifically and we ensure that they're up to the same level as us at the end mm -hmm. of the day yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, a lovely thing that, you know, although you are all graduates, you're all learning from each other as well as, you know, more senior people in the business. And I think that's a great attitude to have just generally where, you know, in your working life is that, you know, people the same level will know things that you don't know. People younger than you will know things that you don't know, as, as will senior people. And just having that attitude to, you know, not be afraid to go and ask anybody, okay, what are you working on? What does that mean? I don't know anything about that mm -hmm. is going to stand you in really, really good stead throughout your career. So I think that's a great culture that you've already got at such a sort of early level um I'm going to move away a little bit now from kind of the the, the technical aspects um and I know you've both touched upon about you know how you're going to decide about going to your next project um you know where you go after the scheme you know by the exposure that you've had so far um and you know similar to the way that Grace has approached um, her next um rotation you guys have both mentioned that you've you've kind of been scoping that out all the way through this the, your time at Sky so far, but you did touch upon Matty um, about social events and and different than socials that you've got within your department. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what types of things outside of work you can get involved in at Sky? Uh, yeah, no, there is plenty. So we have uh, within our department, within the wider department, the one consisting of twenty eight teams, we have a uh, weekly football. With, uh, with girls pitches just outside of campus. So it's like a nice five minute walk at lunchtime. Mm -hmm. um, and that's all paid for by Sky as well. So every week we, we go there. And the nice thing is uh, it's encouraged, right? It's not like you're, you feel you're missing work because you're going to have fun and play football. 
uh, it's actually very much encouraged by the department to have that healthy work-life balance. So yes. I do that every week and it's so nice to meet people there. Even the principal engineers, uh, mm-hmm. they are, you know, they're kind of uh, getting involved in that as well. So it's meeting. As I think uh, Amber said, that you don't really feel the hierarchy at Sky. Uh, it's yeah. more of if you want to ask something uh, to anyone, the head of department, the principal engineer, they will come back to you and they'll be more than happy mm-hmm. to help. And even that, kind of most of equality of, of, of playing football together it just mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of uh, empowers that and there is plenty of other things uh Brian does a lot of photography I'll talk uh, I'll let you talk about that yeah but... tell us about that yeah. Brian <laughs> um so at the beginning of well the program I showed a bit of interest in content creation slash photography videography mm-hmm. and my manager immediately just reached out to me and he told me well if you're interested in doing taking pictures taking videos um he originally was the pioneer of it so he Mm -hmm. kind of passes down the torch down to me now where Mm -hmm. i'm basically taking pictures of events um, filming videos around the campus Mm -hmm. and that's all part of some cultural goals that we have individually Mm -hmm. and i've just been able to take pictures whenever at big events i think it's a running joke with matty where some people asked matty and pointing at me that oh does this (laughs) man actually work at sky or is he just a photographer (laughs) (laughs) um We should have. It's all encouraged, right? So it's yeah. not like they, they, you know, it's all very much encouraged. And Brian, which I'd imagine, likes it. And uh, also worth adding that it's it's events that we as grads organize now. We got past the pass the torch on that, so to say, where we are the ones to uh, have monthly socials for the entire department. We find mm-hmm. uh, we have a some budget, and uh, we find uh, places to book for around 30-ish people and then uh we have those every month um mm-hmm. so it's it's all right. part of it's all part of work so I, I was initially I was telling my uh I was telling the higher-ups I don't know if I'm gonna have enough time etc etc I'm a bit busy after work but they said no worries do it within your work hours it's all part of the you know healthy mm-hmm. working initiative and mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's it's well encouraged by everyone no, I think that's lovely. And, mm. you know, there's so many things that you've touched upon there, you know, from, you know, the the football to the photography, you know, that's something that Brian, you're already interested in, that's been encouraged. Um, and then, like you said, Matty, about it being encouraged to do it, you know, within work time, because it's so important to have that balance. Um, and it's great to hear that Sky is supporting that. Um, Grace, I'm going to really quickly come to you just to find out a little bit more about, you know, any sort of... Um, sort of social activities or anything different that you've been involved in as well and I know, Carla's burning me with her eyes I know I, yeah. me and Michelle I have got, got a lot to talk about I know, <laughs> I know I got carried away haven't I um so yeah Grace could you just tell us you know your experience with the social side of things at Sky yeah so um quickly some of the kind of I'm very close with the other grads in my mm-hmm. year um we did the boot camp and we came into the office for quite a lot of it Mm-hmm. Um, and we got on really really well Sky did a good job at picking four similar people <laughs> um, so we're also close with the other grads and we do a lot of kind of inter-year grad socials so uh, mm-hmm. we're going to go play mini golf in two weeks oh lovely um, yeah by Sky which is pretty cool and um, we do a lot of kind of like sporty kind of things we did like ping pong and stuff like that and mm-hmm. there's talk that the kind of in the future ones we're going to do some football ones ice hockey's been shouted and so has like um shuffleboard and stuff like that darts mm-hmm. so there's lots of things that way um I'm also really involved in kind of like stem outreach stuff Great. so something that I really wanted to kind of get involved in having had a kind of non-traditional route to a grad scheme myself having come mm-hmm. to open university yeah was to kind of get out into schools and talk about the wide range of routes that you can take to go into a tech and software engineering career mm-hmm. so sky gives you volunteer days uh, you get two volunteer days i've had way more than that already <laughs> <laughs> i've only been here since august and i must have used about probably about 10 <laughs> wow so you get loads of chance um next week i'm going to go out to um some local schools and we do kind of like um bridging the gap for like interview skills so for Fab. students who are in households where they maybe not got a lot of um, other people in their family or in their network who've done kind of professional interviews, it's about coaching for like interview skills for that. Um, we reach out and we bring schools into Sky Up, which is an mm-hmm. academy where the schools get a shot to like, they come in and they use all the Sky tech and they shoot their own wee like news video. 
and it Aww. gets all the sky graphics on top of it and then they all get like a wee lanyard and they keep code so there's loads of great stuff that you can get involved in in terms of outreach and volunteering fantastic thank you grace that all sounds amazing um but yeah i know carla has got a few bits to finish off with um, michelle but yeah thank you so much it was fantastic <laughs> hearing about all your journeys stop talking um Michelle sorry you'll have to excuse my colleague Sophie she gets very giddy and very exciting but I understand why because your grad stories have been absolutely amazing um Michelle how do people apply what is the recruitment process tell us more so um in terms of the recruitment process how it works is first and foremost all you need to do is go into our website what you can do is if you go to our grad Cracker Hub, you'll be able to find out more information about each of the programs that we have available and you'll be able to apply directly through there. So once you click on the link, you will simply be asked to provide some personal details and some of your educational details. So the good news is that we don't ask for a CV at all. We don't need a CV or a cover letter. And yeah. um, so once you've entered in your, your personal details and some of your educational details, you would then begin the process. So our entire application process is digital and you will start off by completing what we refer to as an OIA, which is an online immersive assessment. Now, with this particular assessment, the main aim is really for us to kind of test your SkyFit. So we want to see um, if you match up with the company and also if the company is something that's right for you, which Amber did mention earlier. So Mm -hmm. there'll be a lot of immersive activities that you will complete as Mm -hmm. part of the assessment. And then after you completed the OIA, you will then move on to complete a coding test. Now, in terms of the coding test, this is specific for our software engineering program and our DevOps program alone, okay. since they are quite specialized areas. Yeah. So we would need to just kind of have a look at your coding skills and get an understanding of where you're at. Mm-hmm. So we need to complete that coding test. And then after the coding test, next is our job simulation. Mm-hmm. So with this digital assessment, it's similar to the first one, which was the OIA. Um, but with this one, it will really kind of give you an idea of what it will be like to come into the working world. Um, you'll be presented with some real life scenarios and you'll um, be able to kind of record yourself answering questions. Um, so again, there'll be a number of different mixed medias that you will um, complete what for that particular assessment. Mm-hmm. Then after the job sim, if all goes well, you would then be invited to our assessment centre, and that is the final stage. Yeah. Now, with the assessment centre, um, it pretty much works as uh, paired activities that you'll complete. So at Sky, we're all about teamwork. It's something that we encourage. And so you would be paired up either in a small group or with another candidate, and you'll work together on a project can't reveal that <laughs> but what I will say is that it's definitely fun it's something that you'll come in you'll learn and it's something that I always tell all the candidates to just make the most of the experience overall so yeah. it's not something we don't want you to be stressed we want you to really enjoy the whole experience mm-hmm. and so once you finish the assessment center should everything have gone well we would then look to make you an offer for one of our graduate programs yeah and the graduate programs do they all start in July and August and like the grads are who we've met today or the different start dates as well so there are a number of different start dates for our graduate programs so for example with the software engineering program we will actually have some start dates in July and also September okay and then for DevOps engineering you would look to begin in August so it would be summer and that's yeah. also the same for cybersecurity and technology. So yeah. all of the programs tend to start during the summertime. So from July till September, really, that's the period of time when you would look to begin your graduate program. Fantastic. And all the start dates are on the hub anyway. So when you go and have a look at the different opportunities, you can see all the start dates there. Um, so thank you, Rochelle. Any hints and tips then? I know you've been you've been doing this quite a while now. So <laughs> you've seen quite a lot of grads um, coming through the process. So any specific hints and tips that you want to give our students as a bit of an insight on this webinar? 
Sure. So what I would say is, number one, I know it sounds like just so simple, but it (laughs) it all starts with preparation. Yes. As you would do for any interview, anywhere you go, research Sky. Okay. Take a look at our company, even if it's a case of going onto our website, find out what we do and have a look at our company values. That's something that I would say it's really important. Mm -hmm. Uh, Find out what our company values are and also see if our values match up with your own personal values because you want to be able to go into a workplace where you'll feel comfortable and you'll also be able to kind of understand and just have that alignment there so definitely take a look at our values and as I said do do your preparation and your research another tip I would give is when it comes to selecting your program Mm -hmm. um, if you're not entirely sure on which program to go for we do have a number of tools available. So for example, on our website, the Early Careers website, we have something called a program matcher. So with this, you'll be presented with a number of different questions, pretty much questionnaires, and it will give you a a selection of suggestions of programs that would be best suited to you. Um, So if you kind of need somewhere to start, but you're not too sure, definitely have a look at the program matcher and that will kind of give you an idea to start. Also run a number of insight events um, throughout yes. the year. Yeah. Now, with these insight events, it will, we normally tend to cover more information about each of the programs. Mm-hmm. So again, if you kind of have a de- an idea or you're not too sure, come along to one of the insight events. We have been running some virtually, and we also have some um, in person. We've also run some in person this year as well. So you'll have the opportunity to to attend one or the other. So come attend the events, find out more, feel free to ask any questions that you have and just really prepare yourself by um, gaining that knowledge to help you make an informed decision on where you would like to go next in terms of your career path. And then the other thing I would say, just one Mm -hmm. more tip is be yourself. Yes. So what you would, yep. it's really, really important to us. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that you've realized from this webinar today that mm-hmm. all of the grads, everyone has a different background and different experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are not necessarily looking, we're not looking for just the same person. Everyone is unique and you will bring something of value to the teams and to the business. So honestly, can't stress enough just be yourself and we we want to get to know you and hope that you are the right person for Sky and we would also be able to make you happy um, joining the business so those are a few of my top tips they are very good top tips as well they are so thank you very much (laughs) I think it is worth noting that you know I've worked with Sky for a number of years now and it is all about the person you know you'll they can teach you the skills you know you've got that fantastic boot camp right at the beginning um, of your graduate journey um, at Sky so it's definitely worth you know being yourself like Rochelle said and having a look make sure you mention this webinar you know this is something that it's another form of research I know we've had a bit of a giggle and and learned about all the the, um, grads journey but hopefully this will give you a bit of an insight about which scheme that you might want to apply to as well and um, and these are why we host these webinars because it, it they are so insightful and it's kind of straight from the grads um, and Rochelle's mouths as well so yeah thank you very much everybody and um, thank you Amber who's no longer here but you all have been absolutely fantastic and um, as Rochelle and I mentioned at the beginning of the webinar the opportunities are still open on the Sky Hub on Gradcracker, but there are some closing dates pending um, mid-Jan, so around about the 22nd of January. So make sure you get your applications in sooner rather than later. Um, this webinar, if you've missed any bits or if you just want to look at the snippets, they will all be live either this afternoon or the snippets will be live on Monday. So check out the Sky Hub um, to kind of go back and, and re- re-listen to what you've already um, listened to and watched today. So thank you very much for everybody for joining us. Next week, we are joined by Experience. So we hope to see you then, same time, same place, two o'clock on Thursday. But for now, thank you, Sky. Good luck for your futures. Um, and we'll see you all next year when you've done all your international tours and everything else. You've got loads more <laughs> Um So thanks, everybody. And thank we'll you. see you all soon. Thank you. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.